Hi there, and welcome back. So I know that there's several of you out there listening to this um, and had bought the book that are actually don't have any property at all right now. Um, you're in the process of moving into that direction. You're either living um, in the city already. You've been out to a few weddings. You know that this is the you know where you want to go. And so, and I know this because you guys send me emails and and let me know that um, you know that that's where you're at and ask questions about you know the best ways to be able to approach hunting for property. And then there are, of course, many of you that have, you know, been out to an event or have seen other people doing it and are thinking, gosh, I have this beautiful home or I have this farm that I'm trying to find a way to earn some additional revenue on. You know, how do I get into the business of renting it out for weddings? In the book, I talk about marketing and I actually dedicate a fair amount to that. Um, it's actually my bailiwick. Um, weddings is the specialty that I've evolved into over the last several years. Um, but business development and and building brands and sales and marketing has been the, the thing that, while I never went to college for, I actually have an engineering degree, it was the thing that I found and gravitated to, but also discovered that it was a, it was a natural talent for me. And I think it came from the fact that connecting with other people and being able to um, understand them at their deepest levels and desires and um, whether you're a company or a customer or whatever it is, is really the key to success in, in that field. And so that was something that I, I really, again, found that I was, I was into. So in the book, there's a big discussion on marketing and I can't say enough about it because it really is going to be the difference between, you know, having a successful business venture or not. Um, you know, I would have this conversation with, you know, guys that work for us um, to let them know that, you know, when customers are here or our clients are on property, that is where we are putting our energy and our focus in because honestly, everybody has beautiful property. There isn't an ugly wedding venue anywhere out there that you will find. Um, what features somebody may have is different. Their look, their style may be different, but at the end of the day, successful venues all look amazing. The ones that get bookings and get a lot of them are the ones that actually do a better job of marketing and understanding who they are and what they stand for and sales, closing sales. So it, that's why I, I put a lot of energy into it. So I have a few episodes here. Um, this is kind of an introduction to three follow-ups about um, a topic in the book, which is um, doing a, a target or market research. Now, market research isn't something that you necessarily do after you have your property. In fact, um, I would encourage if you're out of both of those camps, the people that are looking for property and the people that already have it, that you both listen to these and, and contemplate them. Um, for those of you that are looking for property, actually doing this exercise without property in your hand would be hugely beneficial to you to be able to then help you narrow down what kind of property that you are looking for. And in fact, I have a, a client who is down in the south, um, the southeast, who is with her husband looking to retire and move to Tennessee. And we did this exercise together, and I, I showed her how to and walked her through it and coached her on it on, you know, deciding what it is that they wanted, what they were looking for, because then it kind of helped instead of, you know, um, broadcast, you know, buckshotting across the entire Tennessee state looking for just anything. You now had a really specific focus on what kind of property you wanted and based on what you knew was already out there and what kind of um, different, you know, differentiation that you could bring to it. And so 
there are three main pieces to really kind of getting started in this that are related to establishing your brand, um, your identity as a business, and also um, figuring out what your strategy in terms of marketing and sales is going to have to be um, crafted around. And what I'm going to do is introduce those three pieces now, and then I'm going to have specific episodes about each one of those so that it's easier for you to be able to take notes and, and listen through and, and kind of um, digest them each individually. So the first one is uh, the competitor analysis. And actually, if you go to WeddingVenueBiz.com, you can actually download these guides. I've created them as PDF um, files and you know you just download them fill them in yourself it'll help you go through this step by step so listen as I'm talking here but don't stress out that you can't take all the notes and get all, all the parts there just you know um, close out your podcast jump online uh, go to the website and you can actually like I said download what I'm going to be covering um, but again first part is competitor analysis and so this is your step-by-step -step process of looking at the market that you want to be in whether you already live there now or you're thinking of relocating there and finding out who's doing business there and and mapping out everybody that's already there doing outdoor venues doing farm venues I mean even look at the ones that are doing city venues um, because you know some of the stuff I talk about isn't just if you're on a farm if you just want to open up a wedding venue in general this is you know good info I think um, but also find out you know how do city venues compare to rural venues um, in, in understanding all of that and so your competitor analysis lets you see what's the landscape that you're getting ready to walk into it's like going to a, a cocktail party standing in the corner with your drink and surveying the room to figure out who you want to go talk to or you know try to get the vibe of what's going on the second thing that you want to then do is called your niche and your market assessment and so what this is um, is you don't want to be uh, generic and I, I describe this in the book you know vanilla ice cream sells a lot but that's based on volume um, it's really important in this day and age to understand that there are niches and that the real opportunity is to um, focus yourself on an area and and, and, a, and attract a specific type of a, a client to you and and you know you can still be broad in weddings um, you know but making sure that you aren't trying to be everything to everyone will help you stand out um, better. And when you're talking about outdoor venues, for example, you know, niches could be as much as what are your physical landscape properties that create the environment. Um, you know, I know of one venue where their focus was on their gardens. And so um, they spent a lot of energy and effort in having flowers everywhere. So, you know, they had lawn, they had a place to sit, they had a place to dance, they had all those other things. But what you got from their experience was that you got all these beautiful flowers in the background, you know, in the photos and stuff. While at Dairyland, for example, with us, our niche with our farm is, um, like I tell everybody, that we took a preservation approach, not a renovation approach. And so we have a rustic, you know, barn with whitewashed walls that are peeling because they're literally the original paint from you know years and years and years ago and we didn't want to scrape that off the wall and make it look all brand new and fresh and so our niche is for people that actually want to walk into an old barn and have it look like an old barn still but obviously have some um, features that are more contemporary and modern and while on the other hand there are people that have beautiful brown barns that are just exquisite and are um, elegant and look brand new and and all that and so that's what we're talking about with niche so what you do is you go through in your area and you establish um, what fits you 
what is your personality? Um, what are your desires and goals and dreams? You want to create a space that you love so that you love going and working there and being there. And you also want it to be a reflection of your home. I talk about that in the book about John feeling disconnected uh, from his house and, and the weddings. And then um, looking at what the market wants, you know, and the market is, you know, who are the customers? What are they looking for? And, um, and so you do your niche and market assessment second. And then, um, and that's probably a big one to help you pick your property because it helps you go, yeah, I really want to have like wide open pastures because I love it, you know, um, or I want a bunch of trees because I'm really into, you know, hiking in the forest and stuff. I love water. That's what my client down in the Southeast was. Her dream was to have, um, you know, waterfront property, um, a river or something like that. And so, and that would be the selling feature. So, and then the third thing you want to do is your target market research. And so this is identifying then what your ideal customer is and what they're looking for. And so you, because you need to know who you're marketing to so that your message is attracting directly to them. Um, and we, we are all subject to that every day. So this should be something that you're familiar with. Obviously when you're sitting there watching TV, if you watch TV and an ad comes on, you know, right away that that ad is for you or it's for somebody else in the living room with you. And, um, because they're marketing directly to a target market. And so your messaging, once you've got your venue established, has to be um, crafted directly to and speaking to the people that you want to bring to you. Um, and so then I'll talk about that. That's probably not as relevant to venue hunting. Um, and it gets down to the brass tacks of now you're ready to go. But your competitor analysis and your niche market assessment, it definitely, if you're still looking for properties, those are two episodes that I encourage you to really listen to um, because they can, again, help you in terms of also identifying the property and maybe where specifically you want to be able to locate yourself. Because I'll tell you what, there is nothing worse than buying this fabulous piece of farmland and then finding out that there is not a single person in your area with any interest in coming out to it and getting married because that's just not the way the market is designed. Or on the other hand, you might look at it as, wow, glass is half full. There's a tremendous opportunity out here because nobody else is doing this and I am gearing myself up to be the first of a kind and I'm ready to go with it. So um, two different approaches there. So anyways, uh, competitor analysis, niche market assessment and target market research. And if you'd like to go to the website and download these so that then when you open up the podcast, you can actually follow through with me on it. Um, by all means, go ahead and do that. And again, that's weddingvenuebiz.com. Thanks. Hi. So this has been another episode of Wedding Venue Business Radio podcast. If you would like to submit a question for me to answer on the show, please go to the website at weddingvenuebiz.com. Find the contact form there and type in your question or comment that you have for me, and I am happy to answer it on the podcast. Again, my name is Ami Quiricone, and I am, as always, extremely grateful for your time. Have a great day.